Good afternoon and good evening. I'd like to begin today with a quote. Faith is taking the first step even when we don't see the whole staircase. Martin Luther King Jr. Day 7 of 100 Days of Black History. Amos and Andy. Amos and Andy is an American radio and television sitcom set in Harlem, New York, Manhattan's historic black community. The original radio show, which was popular from the 1920s through the 1950s, was created, written, and voiced by two white actors. Yes, white actors. Freeman Gosden and Charles Carell, who played a number of different characters, including the titular Amos Jones, played by Gosden, and Andrew Hogg Brown, played by Carell. When the show moved to television, black actors took over the majority of the roles. White characters were infrequent. Amos and Andy began as one of the first radio comedy series and originated from station WMAQ in Chicago. After the first broadcast in 1928, the show became a hugely popular radio series. Early episodes were broadcast from the El Mirador Hotel in Palm Springs, California. The show ran as a nightly radio serial from 1928 until 1943, as a weekly situation comedy from 1943 until 1955, and as a nightly disc jockey program from 1954 until 1960. A television adaptation ran on CBS from 1951 until 1953 and continued in syndicated reruns from 1954 until 1966. It would not be shown to a nationwide audience again until 2012. Amos and Andy's creators, Gosden and Carell, were white actors familiar with minstrel traditions. They met in Durham, North Carolina in 1920. Both men had some scattered experience in radio, but it was not until 1925 that the two appeared on Chicago's WQJ. Their appearances soon led to a regular schedule on another Chicago radio station, WEBH, where their only compensation was a free meal. The pair hoped that the radio exposure would lead to stage work. They were able to sell some of their works to local band leader Paul Ash, which brought them enough name recognition to be offered jobs at the Chicago Tribune's stage station, WGN, in 1925. The lucrative offer allowed them to become full-time broadcasters. The Victor Talking Machine Company, yes, from RCA Victor, also offered them a recording contract. Since the Tribune syndicated Sidney Smith's popular comic strip, The Gumps, <laughs> yes, the Gumps, which had successfully introduced the concept of daily continuity. WGN executive Ben McKenna thought a serialized version would work on radio. He suggested that Gosden and Carell adapt the Gumps for radio. The idea seemed to involve more risk than either Gosden or Carell were willing to take. Neither was adept at imitating female voices, which would have been necessary for the Gumps. They were also conscious of having made names for themselves with their previous act. By playing the roles of characters doing dialect, they would be able to conceal their identities enough to be able to return to their old pattern of entertaining if the radio show was a failure. Instead, they proposed a series about a couple of colored characters, which nevertheless borrowed certain elements from the Gumps. Their new show, Sam and Henry, began on January 12th, 
1926, and fascinated radio listeners throughout the Midwest. It became so popular that in 1927, Gosden and Carell requested that it be distributed to other stations on phonograph records in the chainless chain concept that would have been the first radio syndication. When WGN rejected the proposal, Gosden and Carell quit the show and the station. Their last musical program for WGN was announced in the Chicago Daily Tribune on January 29, 1928. Episodes of Sam and Henry continued to be aired until July 14, 1928. Corell's and Gosden's characters contractually belonged to WGN, so when they left WGN, the pair performed in personal appearances but could not use the character names from the radio show. Stay tuned for part two of Amos and Andy. Ebony Contrarian, out for now. <laughs>